Hey guys, it's Nuri. You are listening to Certified Nonsense. And today I'm once again going to be talking about a topic that nobody asked for that I'm extremely unqualified to be talking about. And I'm also going to be giving you guys advice on also topics that I'm unqualified to be giving advice on. And that was pretty unsolicited. (laughs) I love selling my podcast. But I just want to be honest and real with you guys. That's what this podcast is about. You clicked on a podcast called Certified Nonsense. What did you expect? Anyway, before we get into that, I just want to give a little thought of the day. So today's thought of the day is, you know that question that's like, what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight? Well, I've been thinking about that lately. I think about that every other week, I think, because I got to reevaluate my answer, how, depending on how I feel that week. And I think that the biggest animal that I can fight would probably be a medium-sized dog. Um, Here's my answer why. Because if you're fighting, and I'm talking fighting to the death, not to be too gruesome. If you're fighting to the death, it's extremely difficult to kill a large animal with your bare hands. Please don't take that out of context. So... I highly doubt, because when I ask some people that question, sometimes they'll give me some ridiculous answer. Oh, I can kill probably a cougar with my bare hands. I can probably go head to head with a crocodile. No, you fucking can't, Jim. No, you can't. You probably can't even fight that guy over there. And he's just a random guy. So what makes you think you can fight a cougar? You know what I mean? I just feel like we need to be realistic here. If you were in a life or death situation and you only have your bare hands and this animal has, you know, their teeth, agility, strength, and you have the power of maybe working out three times a week, I'm going to say for me personally, that will be a medium sized dog that I can fight. So that's my answer. I'm curious to know what you guys think about that. Um, Because let's be realistic. Because I saw this chart one time, and I don't know how accurate this is, but it was a chart that said, I don't know, it was like, it was based on Americans. And it said that a certain percentage of Americans, and it was one too many percents of Americans, think that they can take on a giraffe in a fight and win. Which is absolutely ridiculous. If you walked towards an aggressive giraffe and it kicked, it merely kicked you, not even kicked, it nudged you with its back hoof, you would fall to the ground and have a concussion. So I don't understand. Also, even if let's say you could dodge the giraffe's attacks, how are you planning to kill this animal with your bare hands? With your nails? With by strangling it, because I highly doubt your the circumference of your arms could get around its neck. So anyway, maybe that's just me being too pessimistic. I don't know. Maybe you guys can fight a giraffe. I don't know how tall you are. Maybe my audience's uh, average height is above six seven. So maybe you guys are a bunch of large people, and I am just being. A small-minded person. I don't know. Anyway, that is my thought of the day. You guys should also think about that. <laughs> really, um, really spend your time productively by thinking about that. So 
let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is going to be about dating. Now, I am not an expert in this in this field, but I have dated, so I'm going to give my opinion on it. Um, I'm very excited. Let's get right into it. The reason why I decided to talk about this topic today is because I came across a little TikTok trend that you may or may not have heard of, and it's called West Elm Caleb. Now, let me just briefly introduce West Elm Caleb. So there was a group of women on TikTok who all shared their own personal stories of dating this person named Caleb. And they all basically said that he was a player, that he was a fuckboy, he ghosted them, and yada, yada, yada. So you would think that this guy sucks, right? That's what I thought too. But then I actually watched the videos, and it turns out that Caleb, Westdown Caleb, is just a guy who was dating multiple women at once, non-committal, so even if these women only went on one or two dates with him, or maybe even three, three dates, let's say, four dates. They weren't in a relationship, but they were extremely angry when he stopped answering them or were decided to date other women as well. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Where do I even start with this? If you are dating... And I don't even think that this is my opinion. I think this is kind of a general fact. If you are dating somebody and you go on one date with them, you do not owe them anything. I think that's kind of clear. Uh, You don't owe them a response back if you don't feel like it. They're literally a stranger that you met one time. Uh, You don't owe them uh, commitment because that was also not discussed. Just because you go on one date with somebody doesn't mean that you're suddenly in a relationship and you are in a committed relationship at that. So that also is not it. So I just felt really bad for this Caleb guy because he was basically getting canceled on the internet because he was dating like everybody else. Now, granted, do I think that ghosting is horrible and... Uh, okay, by ghosting, I mean, like, you are in a relationship with this person, or, like, you've been talking to somebody for six months, and then they stop answering you for some reason. That is ghosting, and I don't think that is cool. But if you barely know somebody, and let's say you were dating them for two weeks, and you went on, like, three different dates, and they stop answering you, do I still think it sucks? Yeah, it does. But... I don't think that it's that big of a deal. If that happens to you, just move on, sister. Like, move on to the next guy. Swipe right on Tinder. Like, it really, like, you should not have had your hopes up that high for it to affect you to the point where you're filming a TikTok about it, in my opinion. So, what is the issue here? Here's my thought on it. Um... Personally, for me, I am in a relationship, but prior to being in my relationship, I was single and I was dating. So here are my thoughts on it. If you are dating, like I said, you don't owe anybody anything. But I think the issue with the women who are so, so affected 
by Caleb and how he was seeing other women at the same time as her, uh, as them and how he maybe ghosted them and stopped answering and they were so hurt by it. I think the issue here is that you cannot go on dates with an exuberant amount of expectations and hopes for the relationships that you made up in your own head because that's not fair to the other person. So when you go on a date, you can't show up being like, okay, this person is going to be the one or like this person is, I'm going to date this person and I'm imagining doing this and that with the person and they're perfect and I'm expecting them to act this way. You can't go in it. You can't go in it like that. Because if they don't end up wanting the same things or they don't end up fitting this perfect image that you created in your head, you're going to be extremely disappointed. And you kind of set that up for yourself because this was a one-sided decision. It wasn't an agreement that was two-sided and that you have discussed with the other person. And not to mention, you don't know that guy. You literally don't know this person. So, you know, save yourself the trouble. And let's not make any expectations. Let's not go into any dates, any first dates at that, with any expectations. Just go with the flow, okay? And I know that's kind of uh, easier said than done. But I truly believe that when you go on dates completely without expectations, you know, it could go well. It could also go sideways. Always send your locations to your besties. Um... It could go sideways, it could go well, you never know, but what you know is that maybe you'll have a good time with this person, maybe you won't. It's an experience. That's what dating is. Dating is just hanging out with different people and then seeing if you vibe with somebody. So you're not going to vibe with everybody. And maybe if you expect people not to be seeing other people on the fr- after one date, then find someone like that. But don't be mad if you date somebody on one date and they don't also they don't think the same way there's a variety of people who operate differently out there so that's my two cents I didn't take a breath in the last 10 minutes so this is me breathing um yeah so that's my thought on West Psalm Caleb and how I just cannot believe that there are some girlies out there and I hope not any of my listeners who who do this when they go on dates Um, it sounds very, it's giving very, um, high school. So let's, yeah, let's, uh, leave that in the past and let's go into every situation with an open mind, with no expectations and just go with the flow. And I also think that the issue with that is not only are you creating these expectations in your head, but that makes me think that you are not okay with being single. And that's also an issue if you're dating, because if you go into relationships because you are uncomfortable with the fact that you are single and you just want somebody to be dating, that you there's a plethora of reasons why you shouldn't do that. But that is going to cause a lot of problems. Uh, One of the problems could be that you go into this relationship and this person is maybe not up to your standards. Maybe they kind of suck. <laughs> maybe they, maybe they, I don't know. Um, maybe they're super conservative and you aren't 
very liberal. Maybe they uh, hate outdoor activities, but you love outdoor activities. So there are certain things that maybe you can, you would look over, like you would just kind of be like, oh, like that's not that important. So maybe I'm just going to look over that, uh, even though it may be a necessity on your, in your uh, dating checklist, you may just look past it because you just want to find somebody so bad. So that could be an issue. Another issue that could arise is you could start dating somebody and you excuse a lot of shitty things that they do because you have created some perfect version of them in your head because you want a boyfriend so bad or like you want a girlfriend so bad or you want a partner so bad that you just create this image of this person in your head and you get angry if they don't meet that image that you create in your head or you look past stuff that they do because you convince yourself that they are this image that you made in your head. That could be another reason. And the third reason why you should not go into a relationship if you're uncomfortable being single, and this is the biggest one, is because you do not want to be completely dependent on another person. You need to be completely happy with who you are and your life, and you need to have a life before you get into a relationship and share it with somebody. Because it's very, very easy to get those two mixed up. You have your own life, they have their own life, and somewhere in the middle, you have a life that is intertwined and that's joined together. But you are two separate people at the end of the day. And it's hard to get that mixed up, and I see a lot of relationships that get kind of confuffled, you know, because they just get way too dependent on each other, and it becomes an absolute shit show if one of them wants to break up or, you know, it's not working out because you have made that person your entire life and your identity. So that could also be something that goes sideways. So that's not what I would recommend. I think that if you go into dating somebody just because you are uncomfortable with being single or you want a partner, that is probably not the way to go. You got to be sure that you feel 100% happy with your life you're completely fulfilled, you feel complete, but you want to meet somebody and maybe share that with, share your life with, share those experiences with, that's when you are ready to be dating. In my opinion, (laughs) everything I said, please take with a grain of salt. I am not a professional. I am literally just some bitch with a mic. (laughs) So take that with a grain of salt. Okay, so I just talked for so long without taking a breath. My voice was shaking that entire time because I just got back from the gym and I just had the most insane workout of my life. So that's why my voice is shaking. And let's just get into a little questions that nobody asked me. So the first question is, do you sleep with a top sheet? Why or why not? And my answer to that is something that I'm extremely passionate about and that I will fight to the death to defend and I am team no top sheet. Top sheets make no sense in my head. Why do you need a top sheet when you have a like regular sheet that you put over your mattress? Why do you need that top sheet? And you sleep under the top sheet anyway. It's basically a 
tiny thin blanket that does nothing for you other than get in the way of you and your soft comfy duvet or comforter. So just gets in the way of that. It's like having a paper bag between you and what would be the most comfortable sleep of your life. So I'm team no top sheet. I don't really see a point of them. Whenever I go to hotels and there's a top sheet, it I always wake up in the morning and it's like on the ground or it's like pushed to, the, to one side of the bed because it's just not necessary. And not to mention, it's a pain in the bum to get on your bed. So I'm team no top sheet. Um, next question is, do you have a favorite type of exercise? I was just thinking about this because like I said, I just got back from the gym and I think my favorite type of exercise that I've decided is just something that makes me feel more athletic. Every single time I go to the gym or a Pilates class or a hot yoga class, I always just think, how can I get the most out of this experience? I don't actually think that, but I'm sure it's going on in the back of my head. Um, I always just think, how can I get the most out of this experience so that when I come out of this class or this workout, I am more athletic than when I walked in. So I like to make goals for myself. And my current goal right now is to be able to do a pistol squat. Um, I really want to be able to do a pistol squat, (laughs) but I can't do one right now. I'm currently practicing with the TRX um, like things that you hold. Okay. Next question. Um, What's your favorite content genre? So I have figured out I really enjoy just good movies in general. I enjoy, (laughs) wow, really thoughtful answer to that question. I just enjoy good movies. Um, I just, I enjoy like pretty conventionally like agreed upon good movies, but I'm never in the mood to watch like a super serious movie that will wreck my emotions. But when I'm forced to, or like if I'm watching a movie with a group and they all want to watch one movie that might destroy me, I always end up enjoying it because they're usually good movies. But I'm if I'm picking a movie on my own, then I always lean towards like comedy, something lighthearted, or like a documentary, I, I never really go for the really heavy stuff. Next question. Are you more of a work to live or live to work type of person? I am more of a, uh, wait, what's work to live or live to work? <laughs> I thought I had a really confident answer there and now I have to reread it. Work to live or live to work. I am work to live. I am work to live person. I am definitely not living my life just to work. Um, You can hear all about that in my hustle culture episode. I am definitely a worker because I have to type of person. Um, Next question. Have you ever had a side hustle or considered having one? Um, No, I have not had a side hustle. I did at one point have an Instagram account where I sold some old clothes. I wasn't like, you know, a trendy Depop seller going to my local thrift store and grabbing the nearest um, Abercrombie & Fitch 
graphic tee and selling it for 50 bucks. But I was taking like clothes that I have either only worn a few times or I had just gotten tired of it and I sold it on Instagram for like $5, $10, $15, like very low prices. And I actually ended up making probably, I'm going to say like close to $300 over a year of just selling random stuff, which is, it's not a lot of money, but like it just as like a side thing that I was, where I was just getting rid of my clothes. It was pretty, it was pretty good, I guess. I guess you could say I'm like a hustler, you know, I grind. Anyway, um, I am going to stop here because I am over my 20 minute time limit. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Please, 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 if you haven't already, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you can. Um, And I look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.